you better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Ahoy hoy, squirrel friends! Oh, welcome back to another podcast of Squirrel Talk on the iTunes. I, of course, am your hostess, Vicky Lux. And uh, as per usual, we are being joined by a special guest every week now, which I'm super enthused about, uh, for RuPaul's Drag Race Season 10. And this week I have a, a real throwback queen for me. I've known this, this, this beach for a long time. Uh, <laughs> throwback queen! Shut up, I haven't introduced you. Uh, she's uh, one of my faves in Toronto. She's all she's all personality, no substance. It's uh, really the one and only Barbie Joe Bontemps. Hi everyone! I'm so thankful to be here and see you again, Vicky. We were on the uh, my first season of RuPaul or. Uh, Cruise and Tango's RuPaul's Drag Race together. Unknown Drag Race. Yeah, the uh. the unknown the unknown uh, competition that couldn't. But no, you know it's it's always fun to come here and see your face. The, my first time here, and uh, I'm distracted by your rather large dog. I know. So Una's also joining us today. So we're trying to keep her in check. She's so, so how cute. are you doing? My first question. Living the dream. You like you just went for your tan. I do. I work at a tanning salon on Church Street called House of Glow. It's above Boutique Bar, five hundred six Church. Come and see me and get your tan. <laughs> you too can have the Donald Trump glow. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, you're very orange. Uh, you know, some say nectarine you know, or tan tangerine. Tangerine. I know. I've always said orange is your color, though. Remember? Hey, you know. Orange, a lot of people say that because I wear brown hair. Yeah. Uh, and orange and brown hair look really lovely together, and my skin tone and orange are quite nice together. <laughs> so I really appreciate that. You yeah. Know? I can't help it that I'm popular. Yeah. <laughs> so you love in your tan. How long have you worked there? I've been working there since. I don't remember. Like February? Oh, okay. So just brand new. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's brand new. I used to work at a dispensary before that. Yeah. And then before that, I worked at Garage for two years. So you're really baked all well, the time. Almost two years. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm baked all the time, honey. It's yeah. how I deal with the children. Otherwise, I'd go insane. I hear ya. So uh, what's what's your gigs nowadays? What's Barbie Joe's up to? Barbie Joe is up to way less than Scarlet Bubba. <laughs> Listening to that bitch and list her gigs made me. Like, I know she's like, should I list my shows? I was like, maybe not. But okay. <laughs> I was like, uh, she starts listing them. I'm like, I'm a failure as a drag queen. Oh god. <laughs> but no. Um, every Monday I'm at uh, the drink uh-huh. at 8:30 p.m. now for Shady Bingo. <laughs> she's a bingo caller. So, yeah, I am a bingo <laughs> caller. But you know what? It's hard to. It's a really difficult skill to learn to entertain people uh, with your words, as you well know. <laughs> I agree. As you well but know. But I've always said to you, I was like, you the, if anybody has the gift of gab in drag, it's always been Barbie Joe. Well, I wouldn't say it's much of a gift as much as it is like a stumbling through a dark alleyway it's with a, a drink in my hand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know? Sometimes I got a little powdered donut happening. Oh. It's always great. Oh. I look like a train wreck. You know, I agree with Barbie that. Joe just came to party, and I'm glad that everyone's here. So it's on Mondays at 8:30 at, sh- at uh, the drink for Shady Bingo, uh-huh. um, where basically we play Dirty Bingo, but but we talk shade about people. Oh, yeah, like people in the room, or just yeah, people, people in, in the room. Yeah, sometimes my sisters, but it's never like shade. It's like fun. It's just teasing, you know. You know tease. me. I like to tease. Yeah. I, like to get, I like to get people's goot, goats, <laughs> gooch. I don't know what the fuck I just said. <laughs> Help me! I like to pierce people's gooch. <laughs> <Right? laughs> 
service piercing. Um, <laughs> and then after that, I go directly to FML. So uh, every Monday, as you know, I'm the, I'm Mama Mojo. I'm the FML queen. As I know. So yeah, I've been Mama Mojo for a solid five years now. Yeah. So you've been doing drag for five years. Yeah, right? I've been doing drag for five years. Coming up, my drag anniversary is on April 23rd at FML. Oh. Yeah. So it's my five year anniversary. Happy drag anniversary to you. you. Thank you. I'm sure you won't be there. <laughs> I certainly will not. <laughs> That's totally okay, my friend. <laughs> um, We're celebrating um, right now. Cheers to you. Right? Cheers to me. Cheers to you. I'm welcome. <laughs> Keeping your tan hydrated. Right? It's my job. I have to. Thank you for the sparkling water, by the way. Um, <laughs> I lo- it's a conversation, You're right? welcome. I just peed into a cup. No, you did not. Then it would be, <laughs> a- then it would be acidic and awful. This is lovely, <laughs> well-balanced. You don't know. Smooth. <laughs> I I have a well-filtered system, okay? Okay. Well, whatever you say, girl. <laughs> Every other Wednesday, um, I'm also the alternate for Dirty Bingo at O'Grady. So... Uh, Divine and I alternate every other Wednesday. So you're the village bingo caller. I'm the village bingo caller. I'm taking after. I'm walking in the footsteps of my auntie D. Aunt Demanda. Aunt well, yeah. you can take over for Pegasus and keep the the, right? old, the old men on their defibrillators. You know, she, her, and Michelle DeBerry have a way of telling their audience to shut up that yeah. I don't really appreciate. Oh, what's that? Well, I was there last time and I felt like leaving because Michelle DeBerry got so mad at me for talking. It's <laughs> like, bitch, I am drunk at a bar. I get it. You're ninety. God knows how you. <laughs> years old I get it I respect you but don't you tell me to be quiet I'm at a bar oh. like this is a power this to is you, a Michelle. social hall <laughs> Michelle power I to you I love Michelle DeBerry but don't tell me to shut up Michelle I, I'm with her on this <laughs> with me or you, with Michelle? You tell Beach to shut up as much as you want Michelle because <laughs> I've been in that boat too because you are you're a lot I like you a lot, but you're also a lot sometimes. I'm a lot. And I've worked with you before where I have to be like, BJ, shut up. Well, you know, uh, some people <laughs> wait for their camera time and I just take it. <laughs> exactly. And that's good. I don't I don't hate that. No. How's it's, that? It's hard to be exuberant. Uh, it is hard. Away. You are you are you are your character. Yes. So tell me where you drank. What is Barbie uh, Joe all about? Bon Temps. Barbie Joe is like the most beautiful walk of shame you've ever seen. I agree. She is like just kind of almost on point, uh-huh. but like sloppily and like tiredly. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I, I think that, you know, for me, drag is really about being a community member, being a part of um, the community that has helped you and supported you. Mm-hmm. So for me, I've done a lot of charity work and, you know, I, I did the Positio t- uh, Sunday Tea Dance Party for a number of years with yeah. DJ Relentless, also known as Jade Electra. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I'm recently doing the Red Dress Ball with uh, three boys that are going to be part of the PWA uh, Friends for Life bike rally, uh-huh. um, which is coming up, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so she's uh, a social worker. Yeah, no, not really. I just like to give back, and I like yeah. to help out. But that's, I think, I think that's an important part of drag that a lot of people forget. I think, especially it's... getting into drag, they think it's all about coming out as a cunt. But really, it's about it's how what about the our community, the LGBT history, and and I would say a lot of the girls like uh, my drag idol in this in the city was was Chris Edward. You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk.
Ahoy hoy, Squirrel friends! Oh, welcome back to another podcast of Squirrel Talk on the iTunes. I, of course, am your hostess, Vicky Lux. And uh, as per usual, we are being joined by a special guest every week now, which I'm super enthused about, uh, for RuPaul's Drag Race Season 10. And this week I have a, a real throwback queen for me. I've known this, this, this beach for a long time. Throwback uh, <laughs> queen! Shut up, I haven't introduced you. Uh, she's uh, one of my faves in Toronto. She's all, she's all personality, no substance. It's uh, really the one and only Barbie Joe Bontemps. Hi, everyone. I'm so thankful to be here and see you again, Vicky. We were on the uh, my first season of RuPaul, or uh, Cruise and Tango's RuPaul's Drag Race together. Unknown Drag Race? Yeah, the, uh. the unknown, the unknown uh, competition that couldn't. But no, you know, it's, it's always fun to come here and see your face. The, my first time here, and uh, I'm distracted by your rather large dog. I know. So Una's also joining us today, so we're trying to keep her in check. She's so, so how cute. are you doing? My first question. Living the dream. You, like, you just went for your tan? Uh, I do. I work at a tanning salon on Church Street called House of Glow. It's above Boutique Bar, uh-huh. 506 Church. Come and see me and get your tan. <laughs> You too can have the Donald Trump glow. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, you're very orange. Uh, you know, some say nectarine you know, or tangerine. I, tangerine, perhaps. I know. I've always said orange is your color, though. Remember? Hey, you know, orange. A lot of people say that because I wear brown hair. Yeah. Uh, and orange and brown hair look really lovely together, and my skin tone and orange are quite nice together. So I really appreciate that. You yeah. Know? I can't help it that I'm popular. Yeah. <laughs> so you're loving your tan. How long have you worked there? I've been working there since. I don't remember. Like February? Oh, okay. So just brand new. Yeah. 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 It's brand new. I used to work at a dispensary before that. Yeah. And then before that, I worked at Garage for two years. So you're really baked all well, the time. Almost two years. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm baked all the time, honey. It's yeah. how I deal with the children. Otherwise, I'd go insane. I hear ya. So uh, what's what's your gigs nowadays? What's Barbie Joe's up to? Barbie Joe is up to way less than Scarlet Bobo. <laughs> Listening to that bitch list her gigs made me like, I know, she's like, should I list my shows? I was like, maybe not, but uh, okay. <laughs> I was like, uh, she starts listing them, I'm like, I'm a failure as a drag queen, oh god. <laughs> but no, um, every Monday I'm at uh, The Drink uh-huh. at 8.30pm now for Shady Bingo. <laughs> she's a bingo caller. So, yeah, I am a bingo <laughs> caller, but you know what? It's hard to, it's a really difficult skill to learn to entertain people uh, with your words, as you well know. <laughs> I agree. As you well but know. But I've always said to you, I was like, you, the, if anybody has the gift of gab in drag, it's always been Barbie Joe. Well, I wouldn't say it's much of a gift as much as it is like a stumbling through a dark alleyway it's with a, a drink in my hand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know? Sometimes I got a little powdered donut happening. Oh. It's always great. Oh. I look like a train wreck. You know? I agree with Barbie that. Barbie Joe just came to party. And I'm glad that everyone's here. So it's on Mondays at 8.30 at, sh- at uh, The Drink for Shady Bingo. Uh-huh. Um, where basically we play Dirty Bingo, but, but we talk shade about people. Oh, yeah. Like people in the room, or just yeah, people, people in, general? in the room. Yeah. Sometimes my sisters, but it's never like shade. It's like fun. It's just teasing, you know. Just you know tease. me. I like to tease. Yeah. I, like to get, I like to get people's goot, goats, <laughs> gooch. I don't know what the fuck I just said. <laughs> Una, help me! I like to pierce people's gooch. <laughs> <Right? laughs> 
service piercing um, and then after that I go directly to FML so uh, every Monday as you know I'm the, I'm Mama Mojo I'm the FML queen as I know so yeah I've been Mama Mojo for a solid five years now yeah so you've been doing drag for five years yeah right? I've been doing drag for five years coming up my drag anniversary is on April 23rd at FML oh. yeah so it's my five year anniversary happy drag anniversary to you. you thank you I'm sure you won't be there I certainly will not <laughs> That's totally okay, my name. <laughs> um, We're celebrating um, right now. Cheers to you. Right? Cheers to me. Cheers to you. I'm welcome. <laughs> Keeping your tan hydrated. Right? It's my job. I have to. Thank you for the sparkling water, by the way. Um, <laughs> I lo- it's a conversation, You're right? welcome. I just peed into a cup. No, you did not. Then it would be, <laughs> uh, then it would be acidic and awful. This is lovely, <laughs> well-balanced. You don't know. Smooth. <laughs> I I have a well-filtered system, okay? Okay. Well, whatever you say, girl. <laughs> Every other Wednesday, um, I'm also the alternate for Dirty Bingo at O'Grady. So... Uh, Divine and I alternate every other Wednesday. So you're the village bingo caller. I'm the village bingo caller. I'm taking after. I'm walking in the footsteps of my auntie D. Aunt Demanda. Well, yeah. you can take over for Pegasus and keep the the, right? old, the old men on their defibrillators. You know, she, her, and Michelle DeBerry have a way of telling their audience to shut up that yeah. I don't really appreciate. Oh, what's that? Well, I was there last time and I felt like leaving because Michelle DeBerry got so mad at me for talking. It's like, bitch, I am drunk at a bar. I get it. You're ninety. God knows how you're. <laughs> old I get it I respect you but don't you tell me to be quiet I'm at a bar oh, like this is a, power this to is you, a Michelle. social hall <laughs> Michelle power I to you I love Michelle DeBerry but don't tell me to shut up Michelle I, I'm with her on this <laughs> with me or you, with Michelle you tell Beach to shut up as much as you want Michelle because <laughs> I've been in that boat too because you are you are a lot I like you a lot, but you're also a lot sometimes. I'm a lot. And I've worked with you before where I have to be like, BJ, shut up. Well, you know, uh, some people <laughs> wait for their camera time and I just take it. <laughs> exactly. And that's good. I don't I don't hate that. No. How's it's, that? It's hard to be exuberant. Uh, <laughs> it is hard. You are you are you are your character. Yes. So tell me about your drag. What is Barbie uh, Joe all about? Bon Temps. Barbie Joe is like the most beautiful walk of shame you've ever seen. I agree. She is like just kind of almost on point, uh-huh. like sloppily and like tiredly. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I, I think that, you know, for me, drag is really about being a community member and being a part of um, the community that has helped you and supported you. Mm-hmm. So for me, I've done a lot of charity work and you know, I, I did the Positio t- uh, Sunday Tea Dance Party for a number of years with yeah. DJ Relentless, also known as Jade Electra. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I'm recently doing the Red Dress Ball with uh, three boys that are gonna be part of the PWA uh, Friends for Life bike rally, uh-huh. um, which is coming up, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's uh, a social worker. Yeah, no, not really. I just like to give back, and I like yeah. to help out. But that's, I think, I think that's an important part of drag that a lot of people forget. I think, especially it's... getting into drag, they think it's all about coming out as a cunt. But really, it's about it's how what about the our community, the LGBT history, and and I would say a lot of the girls like my drag idol in this in the city was was Chris Edwards, and like sure. Chris Edwards was a charitable person and a, and a giver, and you know that from her relationships with other queens, and you know that from her fundraising efforts, and you know the legacy that she left was inspiring to so many people, and 
that's one of the reasons that I became inspired to do drag is because of Chris Edwards and um, that's why I give I do charitable charitable events and found fundraisers as often as I can. And she passed away last year around this time, I yeah. believe, right? Yes. So it was a son passed away as well. I think yes. she had a performance and then she had some kind of heart attack or something afterwards. I'm not sure. Yeah, but um, she was a very talented impersonator, uh, performer, and uh, like you were saying, activist. Yeah. Right. Well, that's kind of like for me, the activism aspect isn't so important. I think everybody is. Uh, charged with being socially responsible and, uh-huh. it's, and it's important that you behave in that way and I know that I push the boundaries sometimes but I would say that there's a there's a way to be there's a way to push boundaries and still be respectful mm-hmm. and I try that's the that's the balance that I'm trying that I've been working towards finding for five years in my drag is pushing the boundaries but being respectful of people's identities and their right to the to the space that they occupy. You know? So, what do you mean by pushing boundaries? What's your well, example? like, well, like telling racier jokes, mm-hmm. but they're jokes about current events, so that people are pushed out of their comfort zone and forced to remember or think about something that's happened in their community or happened around them or happened in the world. Yeah. So that we are constantly being socially critical of what's happening around us, and I don't mean like. Uh, the steps fucking gay social criticism like oh bitch where'd you get that last season Dolce Gabbana realness you know uh-huh. like none of that shit um, I mean just like being critical of you know the, your political environment um, as well as your social environment yeah that's important yeah. I think that's like for me that's a big part of my drag as well I is, would agree is that <laughs> being like somewhat political being you know topical Talking, talking about what's in the news now and what bothers... For me, it's all about, like, what's pissing me off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when anybody asks me to, like, tell a joke, I'm like, do you want to hear a joke? you want to hear how much my life sucks? I love how angry you've become <laughs> in your old age, Vicky. It's right? Beautiful. It's true. It's I used breathtaking. To be, I used to be so whimsical. You did. <laughs> you were so whimsical. And you used to have a very meaty tuck, I remember. <laughs> well, the tuck hasn't changed. Oh, it hasn't? No. I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked at all. How's I, your tuck? My tuck is horrible, but oh. that's okay. I just mash it into one place and then <laughs> pull a gaff up and go to town, you know? Mash them potatoes. You know, when you, you said it, I'm a bingo queen. When you sit at a desk for three hours, you don't really need to tuck or wear hip pads or wear heels or even care about life. B. I'm like, B1. <laughs> I'm like that middle-aged woman driving her like teenage children to school in that uh-huh. Honda Odyssey, like wishing that a train would just hit the side of my van and take <laughs> I, me out. Oh my God, do you know how many times I cross the street, I'm like, somebody hit me. I want to sue somebody. I don't want to work anymore. This is dark, but it's so real. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to get, I sue someone. <laughs> I don't want to work. I know. Nobody wants to work in this world. That's the problem. <laughs> it's become so soul-sucking. But anyway... Um, what but about that's your why we bring happiness to the people. Fuck happiness. Let's just, I eighty <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what two. What are you doing with your drag these days? <laughs> well, thank you. Because well, I haven't seen you. Well, I'm doing the Empire's Ball that's happening. Are you in that? Oh yeah, I saw House of Licks Entertainment. Entertainment. Yes. Get it? Um, no, I am not doing it. Oh. Um, the reason that my house didn't enter, uh, and sorry, Scarlet again. Um, the reason I didn't enter is because. Uh, bon Bon was recently recently suffered a bit of an injury with her hip. Oh, so she's not. She was hit by a bus. Well. No, she just did. She does all those like gymnasticy things uh-huh. on stage that I don't know nothing about. You and trained her. You, you I were did her not, gym I, no, mother. I was no, no, honey. I was like a Lavana. <laughs> I was like a Lavana Harding. I was standing on the sidelines. Like and pummel like, the horse. Skate wet, bitch. <laughs> skate wet. No. <laughs> um, no uh, 
I didn't do anything. She learned all that on her own. But anyways, doing one of those gymnasticy things, she hurt her hip somehow. Gymnastics. Um, Demanda is never available on Tuesdays, as uh-huh. you know. She hosts her own. Do I know? Uh, well, you should know the social calendar, shouldn't you? <laughs> it would be it would behoove you. It would behoove you to remember your sisters that you so love. Oh yes, my Insert sisters. Insert eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear it? Right, Vicky the outcast. Really, <laughs> I don't mind though. You, it's. I, it seems to me that you don't mind either. I feel oh. like I feel like there was a moment where you wanted to fit in, and then you were like, you know what? I don't think I fit in just because I'm not a part of this and I'm something else. You know me so, so I'm ex- well. I don't know you well. That's my guess. <laughs> I'm really excited to see what you do, though. I'm going to come out to the Empire's Ball. Oh, I was talking about why I wasn't in it. Stop. Um, and then, so Demanda's never available on Tuesdays. Uh, Connie was asked to do it with different other performers, so I lent her out. Who's Connie? Connie Lingus is my youngest daughter. Oh. Or my second youngest daughter. How many, so tell us about your family. Who's in your family? My family. It's yeah. myself. Demanda Tension. Uh-huh. How's Demanda? She's she's the aunt? Demanda is the auntie. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's actually the daughter of Misconception. Yeah. Um, but... Misconception is, as you know, a very, very talented performer, and she's mm-hmm. away for most of the year, kicking it up and fucking I love Puerto Missy. Vallarta. Yeah. Um, whenever her show comes here to uh, Buddies, I always make a cha- um, um, note of going to see it because I do really appreciate her performances. Yeah. The quick changes, the live singing, it's like it reminds me of what the drag that I wish I could do, but I'm just not that talented. You just gotta spin faster, Barb's. No, it's not even that. I faster, just, spin I just faster. Gotta improve everything. <laughs> who else? Demanda. Who else? Um, so Demanda, myself. Um, then there's Bon 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 Tom, my bon first bon, daughter, yeah. my bearded, freaky West End queen uh-huh. sister. Uh, and then of course uh, Anita Bump, who's out of town right now. She's okay. my slutty socialite. Sure. And then I have uh, Connie Lingus. Yeah. Connor McKeldin, who's gonna be performing with Ivory and Sapphire and the Bishops. Yes. Sure. And then um, my youngest daughter is uh, Aqua Volva. Oh. Um, who just performed or competed in the drink uh, drag battle. Thing. So how do you like being a mother? Are you, are you all about having a litter? Uh, I love having a litter because you know what? Honestly, I don't particularly... I love drag for the social responsibility aspect uh-huh. as we've discussed already. Yes. Cover um, that. I don't particularly love the performance side of things. I've, I've kind of made that known amongst people that hire performers. I don't... Yeah. I don't need to dance or sing or twist or spin or pretend like I'm someone I'm not just to feel like anything. Uh-huh. I just, that's not the art that I want to do. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, so... But you are a very talented singer. Thank and you. you are a very thank good you. Well, you're a good liar, and yeah, I appreciate I it. to tell the truth. <laughs> um, but you're, I'm excited to see what your house pulls out in the, in the drag battle. <laughs> Me too. Or in the, the Empire's Ball. Should be fun. Because it looks like you have a really different, eclectic group of, of, uh, of ladies. You got some speakeasy girls. Oh, yeah. They look quite easy. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Should be fun. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for you. Thank I, you. I don't know what I just touched, but it was something exciting. <laughs> that was my, my penis. No way! Yeah. I never knew it was so See? Hairy. She was like, I don't know you that well. And I was like, here you go, Barbs. <laughs> now you know me real well. Boom. <laughs> All right, so, are you ready to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race? Yes, of course. Why not? <laughs> Yay! This should be fun. Fuck RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> All right, so we are going to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race Season 10, Episode 2. Okay. After the short break from our sponsor. Okay. <laughs> 
Oh, Squirrel Friends, we have another commercial here for you with one of my favorite websites. What's your favorite website? Shoefreaks.ca. I love shoes. Do you like shoe freaks? I love shoe freaks. What about I love all the shoe freaks. Dot CA. Dot CA. Is it dot CA? It's 100% Canadian. I love Canadian companies. So that means when you order from them, you get free shipping on all your orders. Do we have a code? Yes. Let me get to that. <laughs> So if you use our Squirrel Talk offer code, which is NUTS. NUTS! That is N-U-T-S. NUTS! 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 Put your nuts, honey. You get 25% off your next order. That's amazing! With free shipping. Thank you, shoefreaks.ca. What's your favorite shoe? My favorite kind of shoe? Yeah. Is it espadrilles? No, I like flats. That's an espadrille. No, espadrilles are the ones with the, the sandals. They, yeah, with the fucking But twine. it's flat. They have flats. But they have that nasty twine shell on them. They don't have espadrilles. <laughs> they have flats, they have clogs, they have pumps, they have thigh highs, they have lucite, if you like a clear shoe. Oh, yeah, the one and with the, the, the coin slots you said. You heard. <laughs> So you can get all of that for 25% off using offer code NUTS. Check out shoefreaks.ca. Shoefreaks.ca. Hokey dokey, we are back. That's all it takes? Yeah. Wow. What a jiff, huh? Are you I barely, even, I barely even got a chance to take a sip of water. <laughs> That's how I like it. Um, so yeah, season, uh, season 10, episode 2. <laughs> Who was the person that was voted off? Oh, hold on. So RuPaul's Drag Race, season 10. Go ahead. <laughs> Episode 2. Uh, Farmerusical. Farmerusical, that's right. They it's did the, the, musical. Uh, the musical performances. Yes. So who was voted off the first episode? Do the first episode. Oh, Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. Oh, my Ms. God. Miss Vanjie. The internet is blown up. I know. I'm, I'm actually making a compilation video. Are you? Called Toronto Loves Miss Vanjie. Yeah. Are I you? asked for queens to send me clips of them saying Miss Vanjie. Uh-huh. Would you like to see a couple? Not now. Okay. I'll show you after. <laughs> They're really funny. I have Michelle DeBerry. Oh, my I God. I have... Um, after she told you to shut up? Yes. I have Lady... So wait, on... Michelle. Michelle, wait. Just because she told me to shut up doesn't mean she don't like me, Vicky. Calm down. <laughs> oh, grr. Oh, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm just on the RuPaul topic. Um, yeah, last season, our last person to get voted off was Miss Fangie. And you have a compilation video. I have the compilation yeah. video. Okay, I gotcha. So that was a good way to exit, though, was the Miss F- I've never, I was so, like, when she did that, I was like, oh, what's she, what's she doing? <laughs> and she slowly awkward. backed it up and then, Miss Fangie. I don't think she awkward. knew she was, yeah. I think that she's one of those girls that you're just like, there's the stage, dance, per. per- Perform, entertain me, but yeah. don't touch the microphone, sweetheart. That's oh, for she's the best on the microphone. <laughs> I every time she's she's one of those young performers that you're like, all right, you look pretty, but I'm not sure what you have. But when she gets on a microphone, you're like, oh fuck, who? Banji. I've never heard her on a microphone. But just the whole episode, her talking. Yeah, to me, she sounds like Kermit the Frog with a dick stuck in her throat. And I love that. You don't love that. I think that her drag is really cute, for sure. Oh, you're but not her, on the Miss Vanjie boat? I'm on the Miss Vanjie boat. I love Miss Vanjie. I just thought I thought her voice was a little grating. We, oh, it's coming from BJ here. Listen, I may, <laughs> I may be garish, but I am hardly grating. I just thought her voice was a bit grating. What are you going to have? <laughs> I don't know. Not my taste. Okay, so Miss Vanjie wrote out the mirror. She's gone. Of course, yeah. we... They show the clip of like RuPaul and Mich- Michelle Vachage. Michelle Vachage. Michelle Vachage. Like, and there's, yeah, the one that RuPaul's was RuPaul's cracking up. Right That's so funny. 
you better stop. <laughs> I miss her. I feel like she's like, I feel like she's going to be back, obviously. She's too much of a star. Do they do a wild card? In, oh, they do in the regular seasons. They I don't know if they're going to bring back. She could come back. But I feel like it's like an all-star thing. You know, now that it's all-stars become a thing again, I feel like Miss Vanjie's a real contender. Miss Vanjie for all-stars? Yeah, I could see that. I mean, the Mateos are quite successful drag families. So. Yeah. Makes sense. Yes. So then what happened next in the episode? I don't All right, remember. So you have to remind me. I that's what I have my notes weed. for. That's what you just have to sit here and raspy voice the whole shit. What are you so, gonna have? <laughs> what do you want? Side of salad. Okay, so Vixen, uh, so the whole thing between the untucked was Aquaria oh, yeah. and Miss Cracker's makeup, right? Copying the sad face. So first I wanna say that I I I'm sure Aquaria is a lovely person, but the way they're editing her on the show, and you see how I discard that, the way they're editing her editing her on that show makes her look like very not so cute. I don't think she is cute. I'm hoping that it's just that and that she's not actually that kind of a nasty human. Aquaria? Yeah, because she's because to call somebody out behind their back and then have the opportunity to be like responsible and critically be like, "Hey, I feel like you were doing my face." Yeah. Even though that's total bullshit because they were completely different and one looked good and one looked like shit. Yeah, I didn't notice the difference to be honest. You didn't? Well, I, I noticed that they didn't look the same. That yeah, was point. yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, nah, that was, yeah. I thought that was bullshit. I liked the Vixen for being a whistleblower. Well, I liked the Vixen. So in the Untucked, Vixen was basically calling everybody out. And so this is the kind of the Vixen's character this season, I feel. so. <laughs> Sorry, popular queen. I like how every time I have to say something, she just, like, gets distracted. All right. <laughs> Sorry, so the, vi- the Vixen, okay, so the Vixen is calling her out. So she's like, no, 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 no. This is what actually happened. Aquarius backtracking. Miss Cracker's just sitting there with her sad face on. Right. <laughs> uh, so the Vixen and the Vixen Aquaria pop off. And so now there's this thing between the Vixen and Aquaria. And the Vixen's like, bitch, I am from South Central. Yeah. <laughs> Which is obviously a very popular Chicago quote. South Central, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think that... Uh, what do we think about whistleblowers? People who kind of like call people shit out. I think that that's important. I think that you and I have both done that on, on occasion. And I yeah. know other people that I, that I esteem in the community have done that. Uh-huh. You know, Facelift is an active whistleblower, I would say, in our community. Sure. Um, I think it's important. I think that sometimes people get a little too out of control and they need to be put back in their place. And I know as somebody that's literally the fork that ran away with the spoon you know what I mean like that I'm just what's that expression sorry I don't know the spoon ran the dish ran away with the spoon is that it that's it nailed it what mother goose shit is this oh shut up (laughs) when they cow jumped over the moon it's not my fault that I have an education I'm literary <laughs> my literary knowledge stems from, from, my literary knowledge stems from Mother Goose and the Brothers Grimm. <laughs> like, shut up, Vicky. God, why are you judging me? Go on. The fork runner with the spoon whistleblower. Um, I think that it's important because sometimes people get lost in their like attempt to be helpful. Uh-huh. And they just need to be like called out and be like told. And then there's other people that are toxic and they need to be called out because that toxicity that they're creating from within themselves is not healthy for other people to have to go oh, through. Who we're talking about? <laughs> We know what we're talking about. <laughs> All right, so moving on. So Sharon the Hatters comes on. Right. RuPaul and Andy Cohen come in the room with their the very one and only. Yeah, the cowboy hats and the slacks. Is he slacks. a homo? Andy Cohen. Yeah. Are you kidding? I don't know. He, he has like a, a two man show with Anderson Cooper, and they have they're called A Squared. Oh. 
Fabulous. Because they're so fucking gay. Yeah, that sounds like it. And I just didn't know. I'd never heard. I know you don't know who, if Andy Cohen. I know is who gay. Andy he, Cohen. He created I, Bravo. I know who Andy Cohen is, but yeah. I've never seen him in the flash. What? Never. He's everywhere. Girl, I live under a rock. What and do you watch? Mar- I watch cooking shows and smoke marijuana <laughs> and eat lots of food. Well, he's on the. He owns the cooking shows. How do you think I got this beautifully raspy voice? <laughs> You have to smoke something, darling. What bridge are you under <laughs> smoking your meth? What bridge? No meth, girl. I only tried that once Barbie and it was awful. the notorious troll under the bridge in Toronto. I, you know what? I am the troll under the bridge. And you know what? Just like a whistleblower, I will fuck you up. <laughs> I will fuck you I up. I don't care. It, it, and uh, that's why I admire a lot of people like that. Because I just... Okay, hold on. We're sorry. getting off track. I know. You're getting, you're getting me heated, Vicky. <laughs> I think that was the tan. Okay, so Andy Cohen, who we've just explained to Barbie Joe, who's the bird of Andy Cohen. I watch cooking shows! What do you want? It's a Top Chef. He owns Top Chef. I don't even know what that means. Top Chef is a cooking show. That's not, I don't watch that one. Oh, fuck you. So, alright, they come in, they're having a hoedown. It's called Hey Girl, Hey! Hey Girl, Ha! You know that? Yeah, I remember with the donkey. Yeah. So, all the girls have to do a 20-minute quick drag, right? And then do a dance-off. And they haven't done a mini-challenge in so long. And now they're doing mini-challenges this, so what this I, season. So, what I, what I didn't like about that challenge, though, is that it wasn't like country. They didn't challenge them to dance country. They just said dance. Yeah. And then these girls that are really good dancers go up there and do their style of dance to a country well, a song. Down. So, it's, they were saying to do a hoedown dance. I know, but like... So they all get into the quick drag. I wanted a country song. I hear ya. I wanted some Rita. It was RuPaul's country song. It was the, uh... So, okay, so, uh, some of them did some pretty good quick drag. Like, Miss Cracker looked like <laughs> she was runway ready. I, I was I, like, your makeup is exactly the same. Blair St. Clair looked lovely as well, yeah. as I recall. I, my favorite was, of course, Eureka. <laughs> did you... <laughs> Eureka that was, was perfect. Who was the girl that did that little leg whip, like circle thing with her legs? When Asia. She danced? That was Asia. I yeah. like her. She yeah. danced real well. Well, she won it. I know. Because they agreed. Her and Vixen were the winners, correct? Yeah, correct. That you one thousand dollars in the bank. Okay. Moving to the next question. Shut up. All right. I can't help it that I'm a stoner and I just like forget things. And I, also, I watched that. I watched the episode. So that every week, it's really important for I, me. I get it. You watch it. You're all drunk and high. No, I'm not drunk. <laughs> I don't drink unless I'm in drag. Uh-huh. Um, I don't. Uh, Demanda, do Dema- on Thursdays, Demanda and I meet up after her show viewing yeah. party, and we go back to her place and watch it. It's like our date night as best friends. Oh. So it's it's really lovely. And then you circle jerk. That's no. so sweet. No, we just smoke a lot of marijuana. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no circle jerks. Figure. We're like, let's Google Andy Cohen. <laughs> right? Andy Cohen. <laughs> oh, Andy, you're doing it for me, baby. <laughs> Moving on. So, Vixen and... I have Asia. To, first of all, I have to tell you, this is the most <laughs> chaotic... <laughs> I know. That's how I operate. Ooh, cap I've ever had. But I'm enjoying it. So, the Vixen and uh, Asia are picked as the winners. I, mean, I thought Eureka should have won, because she looked the part, and she was just giving me all kinds of hoedown country realism. But I feel like her dancing, like if it's a hoedown and they're allowed to dance however they want, like I said, I wanted country, but that's yeah. not what they gave me. Uh-huh. 
If they're allowed to dance however they want it, she didn't dance the best. So obviously she's not going to win the challenge. Okay. But 20 minutes, it's kind of about 20 minute quick drag too. Do you think it's one versus the other? Or do you think it's both in tandem? You know what? How do you think they marked it? What was the percentage <laughs> on which they... It was like 30%, 30%. I don't think they give a shit. It's a mini challenge. It's literally just watch them and they're like, fuck this one and this one. Right? RuPaul's um, like, I don't know, the, the third one and the fourth one. Who BTW, was that? I've always been saying that Eureka reminds me of you. Eureka reminds you of me? <laughs> yes. I've been saying that on this podcast for like a year. I'm done. I quit. Bye. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm it, taking this class. Per, I like it. In, in personality, she reminds me. In personality? <laughs> I listen a lot better than that bitch listens. Do you? I believe I do. Well. I'm sorry that I have a gregarious personality. It's when the spoon like runaway is with the forks. You mean the dish with the spoon, <laughs> asshole. I the already couch jumped over the moon. What is this? Is this is this attack Barbie hour? Because if this is attack Barbie hour, I am going to leave. I will have my people call your people. We will set up reparations. <laughs> it is attack Barbie hour. I love it. Let's do and it. And thank you. Let's continue. It's <clears throat> my favorite hour. Right. So they won. They get to choose their teams. Well, what do you think about Eureka? Do you feel like Eureka's like you? I think that we have a lot of things in common. We're yeah. loud. We're loud. We're loud people. Yeah. Uh, I don't like her choices and costumes. I a think lot her of best stuff. qualities are your best qualities. How's that? Oh, that's a very polite thing to say. You're welcome. I feel very appreciated. <laughs> appreciated. I feel appreciated. So Asia and Vixen pick their teams. This being said, they choose Eureka last because yeah. they can't take her personality. Yeah. No, it's no, it's because Eureka has a problem. That she showed in the, the last episode, and we remember from her her season, yeah. where she tends to just steamroll, steamroll other people, which I have, which I do, I know I do, I know you. That's what you're poking at. <laughs> no. So just so you know, I know who I am as a person, <laughs> sir, ma'am, sir, ma'am of sirs. Um, you can't read between my lines. I can read between any lines I want, darling. <laughs> I study lines. What I am know. I saying right now? <laughs> Fuck you, Barbie. <laughs> You're steamrolling my podcast. <laughs> she needs to steamroll my wig, girl. Okay, so. Eureka's picked last. She she, she goes with the big girl, though. I, th- I feel like that's why she got tripped up in the episode a lot, though, is because she was picked last. Sorry, continue. No, it is true. She's in her head, right? She's she's self-sabotages. Well, I think that, that she's a sensitive person. People that I feel like people that are like Eureka and I are very sensitive and sometimes we can dish it out but then most of the time we can take it but then there are times that we can't. What do you think that Um, is? um, Because I think that our comedy is based off of insecurity rather than actual like comedy talent. So it's like we, we... I disagree with that. I think you are very talented. Well, thank comically. you. But it comes from a place of like, definitely it comes from a place of like protecting oneself. You know sure. I mean? But that's mine too. It's kind of about, you have to kind of attack yourself first before anybody else will attack you. Or just like that's... spin the attacks that come at you and just something funny about Well, that's you where know? a lot of comics the come touchy. from. Is, you know, in like high school where they're younger and they kind of have to defend themselves. When you're a fat So if somebody's going to call you a fat gay kid, <laughs> you have to call yourself the fat gay kid first, right? Uh, and yep. make them laugh, and then it's then you own them, totally, right? Totally, We got how this works. So that's, I think that's why she got tripped out about being picked last. And I get that about Eureka. And, like, you know, she's a big girl, too, so she maybe thinks that they're doing it because she's big. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things that are probably in her mind. Um, I liked how they picked their teams, though. I thought the team composition was good for one team and not so good for the other. Oh. 
um, like Eureka picking her team kind of disadvantage put that team at a disadvantage although I do think it was like a mixed a big good mixed bag because sometimes when they pick teams it's like I remember on season 7 like yeah. it literally was like all the thin pretty makeup girls were on one team yeah. and then it was like all the kind of character people on another team I was like this is like a clear divide yeah. so this to me felt like a mix of people so this is Farmer Musical so they're doing like a musical inspired by drugs Yes, pharmaceutical drugs, and not so Schedule 1. Yes, and uh, no prep was involved here. <laughs> so they, there's a couple of queens like Dusty Ray Bottoms and Blair Sinclair who are very self-confessed musical theater queens. Yes. And we will get into the performances later on in the show. Yes. Uh, but that's why they were picked kind of earlier on. Yes. Yeah. So let's move on from here. <laughs> uh, so I think right now nobody knows each other, so they kind of just picked their teams based off of who they liked. Yes, I, I agree. And they didn't want to work with Eureka because she's a bit... Much. Yeah. yeah. And I know exactly what that's and like. And we found out that she was a bit much. Because when they started to go through the script and everything, you know, sometimes you need to, like, just follow the leader and just kind of go along and just, like, sit back. It's, it's hard for some people to let go of that kind of control. Why do you think it's hard for drag queens? Like, why do you think that is? Ego. I have an answer. It's all ego. We're all ego. I don't know if it's so much ego, but I think ego for sure is drag a part of it. more than any other art form is like entirely like you are in charge of your That's own. That's what I mean though. I think it's ego is part of the main issue and the main issue is that we're individual artists yeah. that are not forced to work with one another on a regular basis. So I love these, this Empire thing. I think the team, working together as teams yeah. is a really good thing for drag queens. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm really happy. I'm just sad that my house couldn't have got it together to be a part of <laughs> you it. You can cheer for my house. You're part of my house now. I'm going to cheer for every house. <laughs> no, you're my house. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Is it audience Because you're the only? loudest cheer. I'm the loudest cheer. It's true. <laughs> this voice does clear rooms. <laughs> you shut up, Michelle. <laughs> Now do my Miss Fangie. <laughs> All right, so we find out they have a choreographer for their uh, the musical number, and get who it is? Can you oh do yeah, it? it was mouth pop. Can you do it? Alyssa Edwards, <laughs> bitch. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, um, she's been practicing. Only sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I was so happy to see Alyssa. She has a new paint. Full gig. She has a new paint, uh, if you didn't notice. Her face is completely done, uh, completely different than the way she painted on her season. Uh It's a lot softer. It's a lot more feminine. I thought she looked... You know why? I think it's because... uh, What's her name? I don't remember her name. (laughs) Joel, what was her name? Vivian Panay. Vivian. Vivian Panay. Who's that? Panay is not... Panay is not Asian. Uh, Vivian Panay as Hanoi. Pe- Isn't Pinoy a place? Yeah, no, a, Hanoi. Hanoi it, is a, a place. It's a play on Pinoy. It is. Yeah. So anyways, Vivian Panay paints Alyssa Edwards' face. Oh, she does? Yeah. I didn't know that. So that's why, that's why. Oh. <laughs> Carry on. Well, she looks lovely. <laughs> there we go. I love it. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. Um, she was a really great choreographer. She gave us some Alyssa, but she was very professional. I thought she was great. So the girls come on. So some of them prepared stuff backstage. Some of them didn't. So the first team was Team Aja, I believe. And they prepared some stuff for her to look at. Yeah. Uh, and then she... <laughs> I love her feedback, though. Because she's... She, she, she was like, came prepared. She was so happy that they came prepared. <laughs> she was just like, bigger. Okay, bigger. Yeah. Bigger. And then they would just go... like They literally like, body splat on the ground. She's like, all right. 
all right, we're getting somewhere. Well, a lot of people forget that, like, one of the main things about drag performance is that it's almost like clowning. It's a very physical thing. Like, you have to be very physically loud. Yeah. I struggle with that because I'm I'm more verbally loud. Oh, you're more real woman than clown? No, I'm clown, but I'm (laughs) I'm mouth clown, not body clown. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Mouth clown. Is that your, is that your Craigslist ad? Yeah, mouth clown. Want mouth clown. Mouth clown. PMP. Let's go. Let's smoke. Tuberculosis. Medieval <laughs> STDs. Come to your mouth. I clown. like party and pizza personally. But oh, anyway. okay. What does that involve? What's... Marijuana and pizza. <laughs> you just lay there. I just lay there and I watch. Like, I watch sp- cooking. Spin my shows. nipples like it's Twister. Uh, yeah, baby. Yes, God. <laughs> Um, All right, so they're doing the choreo. The second team come on. They do the choreo. Alyssa, yeah, she's uh, she's not a choreo queen. No, and Eureka was having issues too. Well, she's nervous because she hurt herself, you know. So I mean, I get that you're like having PTSD about coming back, and you don't want to hurt yourself. But you gotta get this through. Oh, this is the only shot. Do you, you got. think that really is what it is, or do you think it's more so that she was feeling mildly attacked and got butt hurt over it? Because as that's kind of like how I would react if. So you said that her and I are similar, and if that were me and that those things happened to me in that day, yeah, I think I would have been pouting. I think she was just pouting. I think it was a combination of. I think yeah, genuinely, maybe it was PTSD. I think genuinely she was feeling concerned about her her welfare. But she was. I I would understand that. Like if you've kind of it was a traumatic experience when you popped your knee and you get voted off the show. Yeah. And to come back and like do this another physical number and be like, fuck, I don't want to do it. And it didn't sound like her health, her journey to he- like getting healthy again was particularly easy for her. No, it's not. Yeah. So, um, that, that I understand, but I think half of it was being a whiner for sure. Sure. Because she was a whiner on her season too. Even when she, before she hurt her knee, she was whining. Well, there's always something with Eureka. And that's, every episode, there's something like... <laughs> well, her and I have that in common, darling. There's always something wrong with Barbie. There's always something. <laughs> All right. But I love... Alyssa's like, a down and a down and a knock and a knock. <laughs> and she's like, ba-da-bam, ba-da-bam, ba-da-ding, ba-da-ding. I love it's it. so funny. She's so good. I like seeing her again. She has a great personality for television. She Well, obviously... She's got her own TV show. Not all girls do, though. Some try a lot harder to be funny for television. Like LaGanja? Yeah, LaGanja tried very hard, that's yeah. certain. You know, people people like myself and, and yourself, I feel, that have very charismatic personalities when they're in character. It's like, once the camera's on, it's like you don't, you're not trying, you're just, that's your, you're your character. Yeah. And then when you watch that show, it's... I'm glad that there's... I'm, we haven't found out who those people are yet this season. That's what I'm looking forward to finding out is who are the fucking fakies and who are the who real... Who are the fakies, Who yeah. are the ones that are not so, like, committed to character. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think we've seen quite yet. Like, I, I can't pinpoint anybody. Not I much. like that Dusty Ray Bottoms, though. I want to see more of what... I like that Dusty Ray Bottoms, I do, because she's, she's a good little dancer. <laughs> she's got a good, fun-looking little paint. Sure. I agree with Michelle. She shouldn't put the spots okay, every let's, single time. Hold on. Let's, let's get there. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I get excited. All right, so now we're getting into the actual production of okay. the Farmer Rusical. Do you like these musical numbers they do on the RuPaul's Drag Race? I think that they're an attempt to be... I think that they're an attempt to be funny. Yeah. Uh, I feel that mostly they are not funny. Mm-hmm. Whoever's writing them should make them a little more clear to follow. Because if you're like me and you watch... And you're a girl on the go and you watch TV while you're texting people 
or you're glancing back and forth. Not even I was watching it, but I didn't get it. I was you like, didn't get it. I was like, I'm not following. What's okay, happening. so I just thought it was because I was half paying attention, no. which is what I do in most things. No, I was pay- like right now. I'm I was half paying attention to. I, I can tell when I was like wandering. I can't help it. I look around. <laughs> I feel like the Gestapo is always after me. Gestapo. Yeah, it's isn't the, that a soup? It's the trial of my people. Gis- no, the Gestapo is. No, girl. <laughs> Isn't that a cold tomato soup? No, that's gazpacho. You're terrible. You're terrible, Muriel. Muriel, you're Gazpacho. The, 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 the soup is watching okay, me. stop. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so they get into their numbers. So Team Asia's first. Team, team Asia's first. So they're yeah. doing, they, their drugs are badonkadonk, flacidia, or flazida, as I should say, and troll, trollvada. So Which, so they all do... So this is the... Th- Here's my thing with this. I hate this. <laughs> yeah. I liked when they did the musical number when they sung live in season six. That was... Not everybody was a singer, but I liked when they did that. This I, is a, not a musical. This is a lip sync yeah. competition number is what this is. It's how yeah. well can you lip sync this and how big you can go, which I hate both of those. <laughs> yeah. I think that it was just the subject that they chose that was just a little... I like I like the pharmaceutical. I think that's funny. I thought it was difficult to follow and yeah. and and poorly planned, okay. and poorly written. Okay, I I think personally. Yeah, because I was that's trying fair. to I was trying to pay attention to the words, and the actions and the sounds, and I was like, this is too much for my <laughs> for my weed adult brain. My love of the halflings leaf has clearly slowed my mind. And watch. I can only do one at a time. <laughs> it's just so hard. This is what I watch TV. I just watch people cook. I don't listen to them. That's why I watch cooking shows. That's why you I, haven't heard Andy Cohen. I find name. most people's most the things most people have to say absolutely boring. Um, <laughs> Thank personally, you. You're welcome. I'm welcome. Um, <laughs> oh, what were we talking about again? Oh yeah, the the drugs. I just found it hard to follow. Sorry. I, I know. I went on a tangent. I found it hard to follow. I find you hard to follow. I find myself hard to so, follow, so that makes two of I think everybody finds you. Nobody wants to follow you. No, I don't. I don't have any followers whatsoever. I don't want them. We'll talk about your Instagram later. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, so they go first. Uh, so people didn't know. Again, it's a lip syncing, more or less, with some choreography. Which I also agree. I don't like that. It should have been the live singing. Yeah, I'm not into it. If you're going to do musical stuff, I'm okay with that. But this is just like a lip syncing. I think it's a good thing to put the live singing in there, too, because it gives a different aspect of performance for a girl to shine at. Yeah. So you don't necessarily have to be the good dancer. But if you sing well, it's like... The last couple seasons, they've really pushed the choreo agenda. Yeah. Well, probably because a lot of people can't sing. I would assume. I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, but I can't, but I still do it. You do well. And there's... Okay, so Eureka didn't know her lyrics. Obviously, she was doing a lot of, like, water bottle water bottle bubble gums. Is this sponsored by Eureka Vacuums <laughs> or something? Like and, well, Carb Dashian didn't really know her lyrics either. <clears throat> Same with Monique. So, so Carb Dashian, I loved her lip sync in the first episode. Yeah. She slayed Miss Vanjie. Like, that was a solid lip sync. Sure. What the fuck? What happened? She looks like Ecstasy Love, don't you think? I mean, if Ecstasy Love was a cheap fucking hooker at a trailer park, yeah. She's not? No, I think Ecstasy is a beautiful uh, and regal looking when she tries. Okay. Emphasis on when she tries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, X, I love you. Um, she's one of the first girls that I've met in the community, for sure. So I have a soft spot. Back for to Ecstasy. Calorie, so. But Calorie, yeah, she didn't know her shit. Eureka didn't know her shit. 
Blair didn't know her shit. Yeah. Uh, Yuhua was hilarious. Uh, I really liked her, like, ability to capture the, like... Yuhu? K- Yuhua. Yuhu. You're terrible, Muriel. <laughs> um, yeah, so I really liked Yuhua's, like, facial expressions and her version of clowning and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, the winners... Who were the winners? The other team. The other team. So Team Vixen. Yeah, Vixen. So that was Vixen and who else? Everybody on that team. Did you write so, it down? <laughs> so it was... It was like Cameron Michaels. Are we not there yet? It was uh, Mayhem Miller. It was all those girls. Monet, oh, yeah, yeah, Miss yeah. Cracker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so they, why they did so they did. So they did their team. They had uh, Conflama, Swallowies, and Dragmouth. Uh, yeah. And they had, uh, I felt like they had some funnier drugs, but I don't know. The whole thing was the same to me. But they I, were a tighter knit group. Yeah, and I think their drugs were easier to, the drug titles were easier mm-hmm. to understand. And like yeah. the, the joke behind it was more clear. Yeah. So I think the first team was given poor material and executed it poorly, and the second team was given better material. Conspiracy? I'm, you think they were sabotaged? I don't think it was a sabotage. I just think that they didn't, weren't, didn't realize that the first one, or maybe weren't as critical about it as I've been. <laughs> um, Did anybody go over the script with the monocle? Right. Who wrote this? Oh, fuck the monocle, honey. I get out the electron shit. microscope. I vacuum that shit. <laughs> right? Um, no. What are all these extra? But you would agree, I think, that the other team, Team Team Vixen, was a bunch of professionals. Like, she was smart. She chose a lot of professional girls that have made their careers on working really hard. Not that the other girls haven't, mm-hmm. but, like, Mayhem is the mommy of, like, some amazing fucking queens, you know? I think they had a lot of really strong lip syncers on that team, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Well, if that's what we're seeing, how, how we're qualifying it, yeah. But I just mean, like, girls that have worked for a long-ass time. Yeah. And that... If you've worked for a long time, doing a lip sync is like, whatever. Who mm-hmm. cares? I'm about to go lip sync now. You know, you lip sync really well when you do. Oh, go on. Which is like <laughs> once in a blue moon. <laughs> maybe, if that. <laughs> I, think I've, I think I've seen you lip sync once, maybe. I don't think I can recall. But did I hit the words? You nail it every time, but <laughs> normally it's your own words. because I just have to charge myself up for a year and then like, I'm ready. I usually do animal noises, mostly. Animal know? noises. Because I feel most comfortable. When you're pretending to be animals? Yeah. I think there's people that are into that. I There is. It's my house. It's, it's whole. The whole. <laughs> the whole. The whole. The house of licks entertainment. <laughs> entertainment. Thank you. You understand house of licks entertainment. I do. I Bobo was having so much people. difficulty with it last week. I can't. I laughed so hard. All right. So, we are on the runway. The judges this week are Michelle Visage. Michelle Vishash. Roth Matthews. Roth Matthews. Halsley. Halsley. And Padma Lakshmi. Padma Lakshmi. Do you know Padma? I do. She's on uh, a cooking show. She's on a cooking show. Top Chef. I know. Andy Cohen. I know. You don't know. I don't know Andy Cohen, but I know Padma Lakshmi. I love Padma Lakshmi. I just like Lakshmi. Like Lakshmi. She's one of my favorite Hindu goddesses. Oh, that's a goddess? Yeah, Lakshmi. She's your favorite Hindu goddess. She's one of my favorite because she's she's about wealth. I gotcha. I love this outfit. Asia okay, looks so amazing. So first up is Asia O'Hara. Asia O'Hara looks So amazing. the runway this week is best drag ever. <laughs> <laughs> I have to like get a whip. I need a taser with you. You do need a taser. Like a vocal taser. <laughs> Alright. Best drag ever is the runway. It's a good runway, I feel. This is exciting. So I'm into this. So first I disagree. Up, Asia O'Hara. So she's giving it this nude illusion that's bejeweled with some soft chiffony pink swirling off the top right off to the bottom and her face is beat her hair is fucking perfect her jewels are perfect the the shimmer is perfect they talked about her legs and her arms 
matching perfectly, I believe. Uh, that's like a really good detail. The pink is amazing for her skin tone. She the just legs looks, and arms is a good she, detail. She, yeah, it's a good detail. <laughs> that, that, my tights don't match my arms. I get what they're saying. Yeah. Do you, do your tights match your arms? I try to. Mine don't. Oh, they don't. I'm too tanned. <laughs> you gotta get orange. I had to, I had to get, get new. Get your big bird stockings Girl, on. Girl, quick call me orange. I ain't orange. I am tan. It's not my fault. I'm see through. You are a bitchy tangerine. I am a bitchy tangerine. <laughs> I tan. Squeeze some. Acid in my eye. Just call me tan mom. You are tan. (laughs) Dad, okay, next. (laughs) I love that outfit. She looks amazing. She looks great. I love this. Okay, so the second one was Yuba. Hamasaki. So she's giving you some blue fishnets. She's got a blue uh, sequin bodysuit with a big organza ruffle coat over top. Yes. And And a fro on top. And a fro with some flowers. Uh, this uh, is where I start to judge whether or not this is her very best drag. I disagree. I think that this is not her very best drag. There's no way that dollar store fishnets can be a part of your very best drag unless unless you have stylized the shit out of them in some way. <laughs> but to wear them right at the package on the runway, girl... Give me a fucking break. Oh, you're over the fishnets. Well, this is RuPaul's Drag Race. It's not Barbie Joe's Drag Race. If this was Barbie Joe's Drag Race, it could be fishnets all day or day. Duly noted. And I'd be okay with it. (laughs) But I just think it looks a little trashy. I agree. I don't love this look. I think... Well, I you know what? I don't mind this look. Again, I don't think it's best drag. I just love the coat, and I wish that it would open up into more of like a Donna Summer kind of feel underneath. Like a really nice cocktail dress. I think it's really. Uh, I like the color though. It's really sparkly blue. I would wear this for sure. But it's, it's, I, I don't think this is her best drag. And they said that on the runway, they don't think it's her best drag. Yeah, so, I agree. Um, I think it lowered her score. I love the coat. All right, up next was Dusty Ray Bottoms. I live for it. So she's wearing like this uh, kind of Beetlejuicy uh, uh, blazer with a little polka dot kerchief. She's got the long nails. She's got a big old teased out fashion wig and just. One or two dots, you know. One or two. Cash, it's, cash dots. The um, the mixing of patterns is really, really, really awesome. Uh, it's like, this is like the traditional mix of like broad vertical stripes and polka <laughs> dots in the opposing colors. I'm not okay. kidding. You're I'm giving serious. me like... <laughs> you know that I, my roommate and I read W Magazine every week and I watch old <laughs> runway shows on TV all the time. Oh, do you? I love watch fashion. Watch fashion television? I love fashion television. Oh my God, Jeannie Becker? Not Jeannie Becker, She's though. my favorite. I ignore her every time uh. she's around. Um, anyway, I like Dusty Out Ray. Out of my house. <laughs> I like Dusty Ray Bottoms look because it's the classic pairing of of broad vertical stripes, as I said. You give me the like poodle hair. Tiara's judging. I the poodle it. hair, the nails. It's all <laughs> she and she looks beautiful. Yeah. I agree that less dots has allowed her the her makeup precision to come through, and you can. She's really. She looks really pretty. Yeah, she does look very pretty. I love this. I love this coat. With the with the with the nails and everything, I I think this look is a great. And no pants, nailed it. <laughs> no pants. It. Give me a little. Well, give her a look. Give me a little see? suspense. She has no pants, and she got the she, rips in the leggings. She got her dots in her leggings. It's so good. The leggings are stoned. The boots are perfect with it. She looks gorgeous. I agree. I'm happy that she took the note of like, you know, sometimes it's hard when you have a signature makeup and you hear things like, <gasps> I want you to try not to do this next time. Yeah. But I'm happy that she kind of like did still did a couple. I mean, it's not what she does. But it's still like working in the competition and keeping true to yourself, yeah. right? And I think this is the step. This is the best she's looked so far to me. 
Yeah, and we're only and we're only two episodes in. Well, the first <laughs> looks I've seen from her have not been my favorite. Yeah, I'm. If this is what she has to offer from moving forward, but I'm do you it. think that's best drag again? Like that's this is my problem for her. Yes. <laughs> really? Yes. I've never looked at her Instagram, but I need. I to I think now. that's her best drag. But I like that. I think that is a good look. I think it's a great look, but yeah. I, again, like for me, when I hear the best drag. I want to see like five. What's Barbie Joe's best drag? For me, I was expecting a bunch of like really expensive gowns yeah. to come out of there. Well, gowns isn't necessarily the best drag. No, I don't think that gowns is best drag, but honestly, when people do evening wear, it's just so elegant and so beautiful. I just, I feel like that to you me. You wanted Met Ball? I wanted Met Ball. <laughs> and I got Nickelodeon Awards. Oh, I don't mind a little green all of my face. <laughs> Moving on. Monique Hart. I love Monique. So she's giving us some Cookie Monster. I live for this costume. I think it's beautiful. So she's got a, kind of a fringed bodysuit with blue, and she's got the big googly eyes on top, with a little fringe on top, with a long, I love this wig, long platinum blonde wig. And then she pulls it off, and then it turns into this kind of... Uh, bodysuit. What do we call this? this it's a nude illusion like bodysuit Miley with Cyrus inspired. Lips on the tummy and hands on the titties. Where the eyes were pulled out and put on her head. Yeah. And they're backless. So what do you think? Um, best drag. I mean, I like the, the concept for the drag. My problem with it, like everybody else um, that like the judges had, is that the outfit, the reveal doesn't tell a story. Um, for me, it doesn't tell a story. It's like, it's... I agree. It's kind of... I felt disconnected. Yeah, it's disconnected. Yeah. And I thought, I think... But I, I live for the Cookie Monster look. The fringe looks beautiful on the runway. The rhinestones were shining underneath it. It was a great look for her. <laughs> Thank you, Barbie Joe. Moving on to the next judge. So I thought, I, I love Padma as a judge, first of all. Yeah. I, some guest judges we have are not my favorite. Kristen Johnston is one of my favorite judges. I thought she gave some great feedback. And I think Padma gave some great feedback as far as like, there's like not a narrative connection between these looks that she was giving us. Yeah. So I like, I like, I like both looks. I thought the Cookie Monster look we've kind of seen before with Manila Luzon has done that. So it wasn't something new. And if you're doing this as your best drag and that's not a new idea, I feel like that's kind of, yeah, it's been done, right? Yeah. Uh, but I like this underbody suit a bit more, and I feel like she could have done something more with that. I think that it's a shame that she not, still has the blue in her hair, because it doesn't really tell the right story. Well, it's this kind of Sesame Street meets, uh, like, horror story. It's Sesame Street meets <laughs> Pan's Labyrinth, but right? instead of the eyes being in her hands, they're on top of her head. Well, she could have done something a bit more spooky and sort of, like, kid show-ish, I feel. Yeah, right? I think she could have walked out in this with red on there right. instead of the blue and it would have looked a lot that better. That would have been cute. A lot better. Good critique, Beach. And maybe some fringe in the back because the assless thing is not working Like she's having like a, a like a, a butt sores leaking. No, maybe just no, just to like make it look I don't know. I just thought red fringe in the back would be really nice. I agree. Because her butt did not look right and the you could see the popped. And you could see the seam of her tights and I, I think that that's garish. Oh, garish. <laughs> Calorie Kardashian Williams. I think she's cute. She's wearing a black mesh bodysuit with stoning embellishments uh -huh. and two um, claw-like structures on her hands. UV crystals. Or whatever I don't called. even know. AB crystals. <laughs> UV rays. AB coated crystals, <laughs> I probably. Don't, I, I don't really um, know. Her paint is really beautiful. She looks really nice. Um, but it looks like she went to Axiom and bought this bodysuit for fucking 60 bucks. Which is the place in Toronto where every drag queen goes to get their... Yeah, it's like... Affordable bodysuit. They're affordable stage costumes because yeah. they're embellished, but they're very plain looking and they're not inspired. 
and it looks very store made. Yeah. It looks not. It doesn't look like a costume made no, for this you. This is uh, like a performance look. It's really not best drag. I would consider. I don't. Lo- I hate this wig. I feel like this wig is a total thing you just pick off the floor at the last minute if you have a gig. Uh, I don't like anything about this, to be honest. The gloves are something. I feel like there's an idea with the gloves. I feel like that could have been taken further, but I'm just not a fan of her aesthetic. I have to, I have to tell you. I feel like this would have lo- looked a lot better if she'd cut the arms off, worn a nude bodysuit underneath, uh, and put a second wig on top of her wig rather than that bun. Then it would have been a little more acceptable, and if she had put some stoning in her eye makeup. If she did something, yeah, she jacked the hair up a bit more because that when the outfit is kind of basic, you got to do something how, more with the wig. But you know how difficult it is to be comfortable with wigs when you don't have the money to get somebody else to do it for you. You know what I mean? Like, I had another wig and staple it to the top. I know, but I'm so bad at it. Put a bump. I look so stupid when I do my own hair. Is this about Thank you? Thank God now? I have no. But I'm just saying, huh. like when I. I feel badly for girls that like clearly don't know what they're doing when it comes to hair. <laughs> so they put a top knot on. Yeah, come on, top knot. <laughs> Somebody cut off that top knot. If I was there, I would have had a pair of shears. I would have snapped it and said, "See you in New, New Mexico." Oh my God, calm down. <laughs> I almost said the people's names involved in that <laughs> debacle. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. And like she, she, her body looks really good, though. I will say, her body looks really she nice. Lo- she used to weigh 340 pounds. I know, she sat on the show. I love how she's standing next to Eureka and she says that. I used to wear 300... It's like, Eureka weighs for sure. Wait till we get to that <laughs> costume, I have words. Oh, oh. So, next up was... We have to wait for, wait for Calorie to get off stage. <laughs> Hurry up, next up was Eureka <laughs> oh, O'Hara. So she's wearing another full bodysuit. There's a lot of bodysuits that's best strike, but this is like a double-sided sequence. When you rub it, it turns a different shade, and it's kind of like streamlined like a hot rod. Yeah, she's like serving me like Speed Racer or like Mega Man or like something weird like that. So what do you think? Um, I think it's absolutely hideous. I love this. I know you do. A lot of people love it. I think it's really gross. Why? The the use of texture on the costume is offensive. (laughs) Um, the the nude paneling is... What's wrong with the... Why is it offensive to have texture? The textures just don't match to me. The reversible sequin and the rhinestones don't go together. When you're putting it with vi- fucking PVC and then nude mesh with stones on it, it's just a lot of really flashy materials... Yeah, I love texture. ...sewn together in a mm-hmm. really ugly way. Like, I love this. I think this would have been a hit if she had reduced the texture. <laughs> the texture. I wanted, like, a latex, like, PVC version of this. Sure. If she had made this whole thing in a PVC, I would have gagged over it. You have to give her credit, though, because she is a big girl, and she's wearing a very skin-tight, and her body looks amazing in this. I think people of all sizes should wear skin-tight costumes. Yeah. You know how you feel in your, like, PVC red, that red one that you wore. You looked great in it. Your body was amazing. You had the antlers and everything. <laughs> Barbie Joe was on my loonies video. I know. I loved it. It was one of my favorite days ever, even though I was such a whiny little bitch. Um, and this, this, I just wanted PVC. I don't like that reversible sequin. I think it's cheap. So I think this is the best bodysuit I've probably ever seen. It's one of my favorite things. You can disagree with me. We don't have the same taste, and I think that's what makes us better. 
<laughs> but I love this. I love that the sequin is like this kind of textural thing you can push back and forth. Um, I love, you know, I love some tactile texture. <laughs> I love when people touch me and things happen, you know? Right. And I think her body looks amazing in this. And the, I think the way that the, the, the nude cutouts on the side are cut out really flatter her body. And then the black makes her slimming in the middle. It's just like a perfect mix for me. And that's my judgment on this bodysuit. Well, <laughs> I just can't. Look at she rubs her ass. Doesn't it bother that. you that the pinks clash? Not at all. It's oh, it bothers me so much. <laughs> I want to take a harpoon and put her out of her misery. Uh, oh, just call her Moby Dick. Um, this, Ahab over here. Okay, uh, again, best drag, okay, bitch. Okay, so we're moving on. So Aquaria. <laughs> so Aquaria is giving us this kind of nude uh, lingerie gown with a little... A frill at the bottom. She's got a green uh, boa, and then she's got the spiky green thing, head thing on the top, with her nipples out, and the nose rings. So it's a green marabou uh, boa or ostrich, and the bottom of the the bottom of the dress is is a uh, tulle. Uh, I think this is not best drag. the The boa is very expensive. The rest of it is cheap to put together. Really, um, she looks great, but I. It just, to me, I don't... How do you call a lingerie look your best look? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think this is indicative of her style, because we've seen her wear a lot of belts and stuff over her nipples. She obviously doesn't care about showing skin and stuff. I think this is a beautiful look for her. I'm into it, actually. I like that she's got the nose rings that match the rings and the belts. I think it's like... I think the way she put the accessories together really makes this look. Yeah, I agree with I that. I like that the nipples are up. I like that that's her drag. I will agree with that. Statement. I don't love Aquaria, but I like that. I just think that she can do better than this, and I think that she is very talented. It's very clear that she pulls a lot of really great looks. Yeah. And I just don't think, out of all the looks I've seen of hers, I don't think this is her best look. I would agree. I don't think this is her best drag. I think it's a good look, though. It's a good look, but it's basic. Sure. She could do more. She can do more. What do you think of this green thing on the top of her head? Do I we, love that. They're like, like that? salad. They're like sticking up salad shit. You I like mean, the lettuce? Like, yeah, the lettuce side pieces. Ooh, give me a side piece of lettuce, please. Right? Oh, the Vixen looks absolutely amazing. So the Vixen is next. She's wearing this flame kind of... Uh, what what kind of fabric is this? I don't know. It's almost like a PVC kind of uh, latexy thing that's being cut out, and then she's got this little red bob on top. Yeah, I think so it's... She's on fire! I think it's like um, if you look really close at it, it's the it's the clear PVC material yeah. on top of like um, a, a nude a nude illusion kind of mesh. She uh, likes these very scanty outfits. They're like skating outfits. This really. one I really you know? like because that outfit is a very detailed. You look yeah. at that outfit, the way that the, the the appliques are applied, you can't see any messy glue or anything like that. That's, you don't see the glue stick. Now the the the, <laughs> the form of it, like the yeah. shape of how it's all been put together, is really flattering to her look. Yes. Um. I like this one. I think this is good drag. So, <laughs> the hair's a little plain. She can yes, do a little more. Yes, see, I agree. So I like this outfit. I think this is what her style is. Is this kind of? They're not super exciting looks to me, but they're, they're dance costumes. They're like a performance outfit that have a bit more va va boom to them. Yeah. The wig is flat to me. I feel like she could have done something more. Yeah. I want. I haven't seen a wig that's not flat with her yet, and I want to see her give a bit more structured wigs. I mean, when she, she's best friends with Shay, whose Shay is one of the strongest looks I've seen on Drag Race, and her wigs. So I wish she would deliver kind of more of those 
puffed up wigs, you know? Because I, I, I know she has them. Shay has the strongest looks and the strongest odor. You think? I know. Oh, <laughs> Okay, moving on. So, next up is... <laughs> she smells like meow. Oh! <laughs> Miss Cracker. And she's giving you a uh, futuristic cracker. She's giving you this gold lapel with the, like, uh, it's like the C-3PO meets Miss Cracker. With a it, giant cracker on her head made out of a wig. It reminds me of a gold dot matrix from Spaceballs. Bell yeah, it totally, Spaceballs. it's totally dot matrix. Um, it, she looks lovely. I love the square piece on her head. I think that's great hair. It looks like she did something with it. The way those little things on the sides move and the lacing up in the front, the mm. lacing detail is really beautiful. The baseball lace. Yes, it looks really nice on her. I like I like Miss Cracker a lot. I don't like her name particularly much. I don't think it's problematic. I don't agree with that article that I read uh-huh. saying that her name is problematic. I, I disagree. I think it's... It's her right to call herself whatever she wants as a drag queen, and she has to deal with it. That's yeah. her deal. Um, but I think she's I think she's going to be really good on this season. I can't wait. Oh, I think so, too. I, mean, I she's like how she's nice. <clears throat> so far. I hope it stays that way. The ball may drop. You don't know. I hope she stays The cracker nice. may crumble, as they say. Oh, my God. In your soup. The soup is after me. Vicky. So she I deserve to be hit for that comment. <laughs> that cracker make rumble. <laughs> Continue. Well, do you have a better cracker comment? No, I then don't. Keep to yourself. <laughs> so I love this look. I think again, she, I think she's a really strong aesthetic. I would wear this for sure. I love the gold. I love how it's all stitched together, and I love that she paired this with like a kooky cracker wig on top. It's really creative. And the back, the way she like French rolled it in the back, it looks like it's attached to her, actually attached to the head. Yeah, she does her own wigs and it's kind of incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I love that shit in the front. It's like shoes. Safonda has a costume like that where she used boots to create a bodice that I really like. Totes, I love that. So next up is Mayhem Miller. Oh, classic. So you love this? I love this. So she's wearing a, a gown with uh, some... Uh, what do we call this on the tool side? On some, the some tool on the shoulders and a classic 1940s style wig, you know. And she's full on pageant pointing. She's following her pageant finger. Uh huh. She has great accessories on the jewels, everything. This is pure pageant queen. Yeah. This is evening wear. She probably wore this to a pageant before. So I don't like this. You don't like it? <laughs> no. I love it. So that's the difference between you and I. So I liked when this cracker was doing that to me was like kind of pushing. Drag in a different direction, but that's Miss Cracker's drag. This is Mayhem's totes, and I think and that Mayhem is a pageant queen. I gotcha, but I don't like this fabric. It feels like a couch. <laughs> <laughs> to me, she looks like a couch with a couple of throws on her shoulders. Girl, that's an expensive couch. Yeah, it's nineteen. It's nineteen forties couch. I think she looks lovely. It's vintage. Her, her paint is magical. She is like transporting us to another realm with that face. It's so perfect. <laughs> what realm? Uh, the realm of Glamtron. The third dimension. Yes, the third dimension of Glamtron. <laughs> she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. I think she's beautiful. I don't love this gown. Out of all the gowns I've seen, I don't care for this. Like, I agree. The gown could be better, but I think it's nice and it looks nice on her. The color is complimentary to her skin tone and everything. Yeah. It's a pretty look. It's not my favorite. No, you're correct. It does look like a couch. You oh, bitch. you changed. You ruined the look. <laughs> you changed your tune. No, you ruined the look for me. Now I want to go home and. <laughs> Did cry. I open your eyes? Welcome to the Matrix. It's this. It's a very expensive couch, though. It is a couch. So next up is Blair St. Clair, and so she's oh. giving you another throwback look with beads. So the bottom is like this long, frilly, beaded number with like a nice applique on the top, going into this nice coif. 
So she got this gown from someone because this it's is it's bugle beating and they do not bugle beat it anymore. It's vintage. They do not do any of this beating anymore. So yeah, she got this gown from some bugle old queen. Beating. I know all about a queen. Don't bugle, worry. Boogie woogie bugle ball. Yeah, yeah, it's the boogie woogie bugle beat. <laughs> anyway, they don't do this anymore, and uh, it's beautiful. Uh, the bottom is like giving me share, fucking full share fantasy. Totes. Uh, I think the hair could be a little bigger, but I get that Blair St. Clair is very real girl aesthetic. Yeah. I love this. I think this is a beautiful vintage. She looks fabulous. See, this compared to what Mayhem was giving. See, I like... I agree. Yeah, so I like that this is just more of... A, it's a fresher take on an older look. And that's what Blair kind of brings. And there's a lot more uh, attention to detail in the embellishments on the costume rather than just using an embellished fabric. Right. And I love this beading. It's so gorgeous when it moves. That gown is so expensive. It's so pretty. It's so that. expensive. That beautiful beading. It's expensive AF. 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 Like how expensive? Like, like that gown mortgage probably, payments? That, ca- that gown's probably at Did least... Did her mom pay for it? I don't know. She probably paid like... Se- if she bought it, probably cost her like... I don't know. You could, you could like, sell that thing for six grand easy. How young is Blair St. Clair? She's very how, young. How in the world would she be able to pay for that? That's what I'm saying. She probably knows some old queen that used uh-huh. to compete in pageant. Who'd she blow to get that boogle I bead? I don't think Blair St. Clair is a blowing kind of girl. You know what? I think she comes across as innocent. I like that about you her. You know she got a DUI on the show. She got a DUI? <laughs> you'll, you'll find out later in the season. Moving on. So, here is Cameron Michaels Born. from Nashville. Giving us more Brooklyn Heights. So, what do we think? Wait, she's wearing this butterfly... Nude bodysuit, the butterflies are kind of this color cascading up into this out of pink her coif, and then she's got this tool, as you like to say, coming out of That's her butt. The kind of fabric it is. I know. You like to say it. Well, it's tool. Um, <laughs> I call it tool as a tool. Right? The hair is the hair is big enough for me. I like it. I like the use of color. Um, the tool is too large, uh, and I don't think it gives anything to the When body is a tool too large? When it makes you say, oh, God, that's too much tool. Oh, I've never once said that. I said that a lot. <laughs> like, give me more me. tool. I'm like, honey, you belong in the fucking Arctic clubbing seals with that thing. Look Get away that, from look me. Look at the size of that tool. Right? Um, I don't like that it looks like the butterflies are pouring out of her puss. Uh, I, it's a flower. They pollinated it. You've seen the size of her I think puss. it's a really disjunct look. I think she looks... I think it's nice. It's nicely presented, but it doesn't... It's not the best... Strapping tool to your ass and wearing butterflies on your titties, that is not your best rag, bitch. Okay. Come correct. <laughs> so I kind of love this, but I do think it is a recreated look because I have seen Courtney Act do something similar to this kind of butterfly look on the show. So it's the same kind of thing that I've said to other queens that have done similar looks. Um, I like this, though. I think it's beautiful the way that the butterflies are cascading. She looks like this, as she's saying, fern gully butterfly mistress, you know? And it's a very different look from her. She's, again, she's this quote-unquote muscle queen, and this is a very soft look from her, so I appreciate that. I'm just glad she covered her man's shoulders and that she positioned Excuse her body. Excuse me? Covered her man's shoulders and positioned her body a little more <laughs> femininely than she did the last time she was on the runway. Whose man's shoulders are you talking to? Hers, not yours. <laughs> You're not on RuPaul's Drag Race yet. <laughs> Never. Because I got man shoulders. I don't judge her for it. It's just, it's hard to look feminine when your shoulders are out. So do you want people to look more feminine in drag? I don't want anything for them, but I find her appearance more appealing when she covers her shoulders. Oh. Is that okay? Yeah. 
I can have an opinion on you, someone's no, you appearance. Can, you can have that appearance. That, that, opinion, that opinion. My appearance. And I want more stoning. I want more stoning. Yeah. You are stoned. What's your problem? I want more stoning. All right, this is pretty. I like this. I like the tool. Look at the, and this butterfly that's coming on the tool, too. It could be better. They're calling her net. It could be better. <laughs> I love the, the paint, though. The makeup was fierce. You like the make- that? The monotone thing. I, I did it once myself. It's really challenging <laughs> to do that. Yeah? That, not monotone. What are they? Monochrome. Monochromatic. Monoc- monotone is your voice. Yeah. Monochromatic look. It's really hard to do. Yeah. Like, well. Blending one color. Yeah, because you have to use whites and blacks to blend it because you can't use brown. What mm-hmm. You can't put brown in there. You can't? No. What happens? It gets swampy? It's no longer monochromatic. Oh, it gets monotony. It gets mono shatatic. I had mono once. I love so mono exchange. So next up is mono exchange. We lo- everybody loves mo- Monet. Um, We're talking about mono. Here comes right? mono exchange. She's wearing a form-fitting bodysuit that's almost the same royal, color, royal purple color as the famed... It's not uh, purple. It is purple. No, this is red. No, that's royal purple. This is like a red burgundy. It's no, not that's purple. like a royal purple. You're colorblind. This is where this is where you're so orange. <laughs> anyway, I think she looks lovely. This is red. It's not red. This is 100 percent no, red. No, it's purple. Oh my god, we've just figured out. Barbie Joe has been judging this whole runway colorblind. <laughs> it's purple. <laughs> Anyway, she looks almost like Celia Quintanilla. She was giving me that vibe. You know that Houston Astrodome outfit with the bolero jacket and that halter? Anyway, she's giving me that vibe with this. I love it. It looks sensational on her. Her body is the one. Her paint is so cute. And those earrings are pageant, pageant, pageant. What color are the earrings? The earrings are purple. Red! That's all red. That's why they're saying the ruby slippers on the runway. They're like, click click her thighs together three times and she wants to go home. It's not reading as red to me. It's Maybe I'm colorblind. Yeah, I think I think I think we figured this out. She's giving me a Nene Leaks look with the wig and this uh she's totally I mean, that'd be oh a good gosh. character for I her love when a black snatch. woman comes on stage with a short wig and everyone's like, Nene Leaks. I'm like, no, it's just no, a black woman in a short wig. She's a large, powerful looking woman, that's why. And Okay, I, I, backpedal supreme. And what, <laughs> shut your face. Shut your colorblind goddamn face. So oh, she sorry. is giving this these are apparently very heavy. Those earrings? The whole outfit she was saying. The whole outfit's very heavy. It's like 400 pounds. What? So, There's no way it's 400 pounds. You know how Car- Kardashian lost her weight? She put on the weight right here. So this is a beautiful, again, another one-piece bodysuit. And uh, I like this a lot. This is one, I'd say second to Eureka, my second favorite bodysuit. I wish it were a dress. This? You wish this was a dress? Yeah. But it's not. I know, but I wish it were. With a high collar. That'd be even heavier. I know. It's beautiful, though. That'd just be... Well, she'd be she dusting the floor again like the sponge I dress. like the white heels with it, too. It's really cute. Yeah. She's, I love her aesthetic. I think she really has a good, strong aesthetic. Yeah. She's very, very, very cute. All right. That is it. That is the runway. We did it. Nailed it. <laughs> I can't believe that's all. I thought there was more queens on this season. <laughs> no, girl. There's nobody else. Where's Vanjie? <laughs> Miss Vanjie comes out. Right. I'm not through with y'all. Miss Fangie. Miss Fangie. So, uh, we find out Vixen wins the challenge. Yes, she does. Uh, what do we think about that? Do you think she should have won? Um, yes and no. I don't know. I, I just... She was the captain of the team. She was the captain of the team. I don't know if she was particularly the winner or not, but whatever. She did a good job. No. Yeah, it's hard to say. This whole challenge was kind of... I found it hard to find a follow. Well, it was hard to follow. I and agree. I'm not sure if I were 
if I were judging it, if I would feel confident picking a winner because yeah. I don't feel like I'm, I feel like they'd have to do it three times for me so that I could watch everybody do their part. I'm going to watch this time. I'm going to listen right. this time. So this time I'm going to watch these two time. people. And this time I'm going to watch these two people. <laughs> and this time. Right? I need to watch two people at once. Now, did the fork run away with the spoon? The spoon ran away with the plate. Uh-oh. The plate ran away with the spoon. Shit. Shit, girl. But the cow always jumps over the moon. It's true, it does. So, now we have uh, Vixen 1, so that whole team is safe. So, Asia's team is in the bottom. Yeah. And it's very clear the bottom in that t- group is Aquaria. Because uh, she was giving some Melinda Evangelista when she was supposed to do an older lady turning into millennial. Yes. Um, I thought that was a miss for her. Yes. I think she looked gorgeous, but she wasn't doing the character they asked. Yeah, she didn't do ugly. And, like, as you know, like, when... Shay did her character in her season. She gave you, like, uh, Andrea Zuckerberg or whatever her name was. Yeah. I think she's nervous to be ugly. And I think that's Aquarius' thing. She does not want to look pretty. And I think that's going to be her big fault. And I think that's why they gave her the character. Because yeah. they can't stand her and they want her to go away. Well, I think this could play out later on in the season. Everyone was, like, so stoked for Aquaria until they got her attitude. And then they were like, ugh. Ugh. Over it. And then also in the bottom was Calorie because she didn't know the words. And she was not, so they were like, you're forgettable. And her costume on the runway was basic AF. Yeah, it was. AF crystals. Yeah, AB crystals. Yes, <laughs> well, you saw what I did there. AB coating. <laughs> How are they coated? You can coat plastic with AB coating. It's just that disco-y, like, pearlescent coating. I do sometimes wear this tanning lotion called Unicorn Sparkle that makes me look like a cuttlefish. <laughs> I don't want to cuddle with this fish. <laughs> cuddle, not cuddle. <laughs> All right. So, and then Eureka was also in the bottom because she didn't know the words. And she was yeah. nervous and she was not on point. And she was hating herself and having PTSD at so the same time. So she's a mess. And they go into the untuck backstage and she's just a mess. She's crying and yeah. she's just in her head. And they basically tell her in the runway, if you don't get out of your head, your head's taking you into this competition. Yeah. I don't think I watched the untalked, but I agree. Like, That's her biggest criticism. How do you fix that? You know, some girls do. In the past, they've been able to get out of their head and get in the game, uh, and some girls don't. Yeah, and, and this is an important... I think, I think it's a 50-50 thing. It's like you either do or you don't. It's you a one-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It's like, if you're here... Unless you're Shangela. That's a three-times-in-your-life opportunity. But not at once. Up, and you fuck up each time. Oh, <laughs> Stop! Stop, I have PTSD. I Why don't. are you bringing this back to me now? I don't. We're I, overall stars. That's what happens when you're a bitch to people. <laughs> you get PTSD? No, you don't get picked. Oh, well, there you go. That's your reason. <laughs> also, 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 I think they all think she's more famous than she is. Yeah, totes. Well, I mean, she is a bit famous. She's had a bit of a run. So anyways, uh, so it's Calorie versus Eureka. They lip synced The Best of My Love by The Emotions. How do we like this lip sync? I really liked the way that uh, Eureka did it. Calorie, I feel like she could have performed it better. I feel like she kind of gave up. I love the way that Eureka did it. She nailed it, and she sent the bitch home. I was cheering for her. I don't usually cheer for people, but I was like, come on, Eureka! I was wanting her to nail this. I think everybody wants her to do well, because yeah. they saw what happened to her on, her on her season. And it's tragic to be kicked off of a competition because of a medical risk, like a medical issue, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's shitty. That's something nobody wants to have to go through. But I also like her character. Like, I do like who she is. I think she's a big, bold character. I think she needs to, like, stop. The boohoo thing over herself is getting real old, real fast. And if she doesn't quit that, she's not going to get anywhere with her career. That's the number one takedown. And I think that that's the thing that really sensitive people um, 
and insecure people end up with. That's is the problem we end up with. The, the and I count myself among those people. Is it ends up being like you're you're a kryptonite. You know, you're you're your own worst enemy. Sure. You you are a barrier to your own success. But you should be critical of yourself. I think that's indicative of a good artist. I if think you're critical and grow from it. Yes. Yeah, but not taking yourself down to the point where you're like Which paralyzed. Which is what she's doing. Yeah, and so I think she's paralyzing herself, and I want yeah. I want her to. I want to, I want Eureka to explode because that's when I first saw Eureka. I was like, "This bitch is what it takes to go to the top." Now I'm not, to, I'm not totally sure. I think she would have done a lot better on her season. Yeah, I think on this season she's not quite over what happened there to her. There are some big characters and, mixed with her. Yeah, and there's a lot of girls that are also quite, quite, quite capable. Like Mayhem is a very capable queen. Mayhem. Mayhem. <laughs> Mayhem is Mayhem. a is a very capable queen. And I'm for sure rooting for her in the top three. Uh-huh. Who else do you want to see in the top three? I want to see Mayhem. 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 May I have some ham? I want to see Mayhem. I want to see Miss Cracker. And I want to see I want to see Asia. I really like Asia. Asia O'Hara. She sounds That's like beautiful. pork chop when she talks. It's so bizarre. I just love her. She opens her mouth and it sounds like exactly like pork and chop. And I like Monique Hart. I like all the... You know what? I like that there's a lot of uh, queens of color in this season. Sure. And that we have an Asian queen again. And I think they all look really beautiful. And they are all so professional. I feel like out of all these girls this season, there's not one booger. You know what I mean? Well, I feel like the booger might have gone home this episode. <laughs> oh, Calorie? I wasn't a huge fan of Calorie. I feel like... No, I... Listen, I... I wouldn't have called her a booger, though. She, what is booger? Like a like a gross queen. Oh, uh, I, I, well, I, I still don't even know what that is. Like, somebody like, that just, like... I mean, like, I was a booger when I started. Sure. Because I wasn't polished. Uh, unpolished. That's unpolished, what you mean. Okay, yes. I gotcha. Mm, no, I think every, I think it to be on drag is at this point you have to be at the level yeah. of polish, right? Yeah, and I think Calorie is like probably. I think you're correct in saying that if out of any of them, one of them was to be a booger, it would have been Calorie because of that bodysuit alone, that fucking basic. Fuck, oh my I just God. think her. I cannot aesthetic. forgive her for that. <laughs> uh, I, I wear those, bitch, and I'm not television uh, show worthy. <laughs> we have to give our nut of the week and what our what of the week was for this episode. Sorry. Nut of the week. We meeting. like our nut of the week. Uh, and our, and our, our what? what is like what? Um. What was your nut of the week? My nut of the week was Blair St. Clair's vintage gown. I really loved it. Oh, I she's it, living for that. I think it's really beautiful. Nice. And I love. I think she looked really stunning in it as well. And my what of the week was. Hold on, my nut. Oh, we do. Oh, I see. I didn't. Realize. It's a back and forth combo. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> my nut of the week was I like the Miss Vanjie off the very top. I love that shit. Yeah. The RuPaul and Michelle. Yeah. Oh, you like the silly moment. Yeah, <laughs> I like yeah, the silly yeah. Moment. That I, that was funny for sure. Yeah, I live for a silly moment. Who doesn't? So, Silliness is what makes the world go round. It's how some of us stay alive. That's how the fork runs away with the plate. Right. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> what is your what of the week? My what of the week was. Wait for it. Oh, it was the moment when uh, when. Um, Stop what's her name? name? What's her name? What's her fucking name? Vixen. Yeah. When Vixen did her whistle blow, when she like called her out. Oh, you didn't like that. I was like, what? I was like, I liked that it happened, but I was, I, oh, why does, like, I don't like it? Yeah. I can't, what, be like shocked and surprised? You can, but it's kind of like a dislike. Okay, well, I didn't really like it. I liked that, it, <laughs> I, that she called her out, but I didn't like that it happened so, like. Abrupt. And then she was like, oh, you're running away. You're scared. You're scared. I'm like. Okay, there's whistleblowing. There's whistleblowing, and then there's being disrespectful. Yeah. And, like, that, to me, is a little borderline of disrespect. 
Like you're chasing someone after that, after them, and call, and name calling them. Like you're on television, bitch. Welcome to VH1, honey. I know, and I get it. It's great personality for TV, but that's not good person. That's not good behavior for humanity. If you come to my bingo hall, I will kick you the fuck out, Vixen. <laughs> well, don't take me as as a a, bu- a benchmark for good behavior, <laughs> because I have to give a disclaimer before my shows start. Yeah, and tell us right now what that is. Oh, my disclaimer is: Hi, welcome everybody to Dirty Bingo. We are neither homophobic, transphobic, anti-Semitic, racist, or anything that otherwise ends in ict, ist, or ism. We hate you all equally. If you're looking for mild-mannered entertainment, there's a Swiss chalet on Young Street. Fuck off! I love it. It's like a, you're like a flight attendant. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, sometimes you gotta... The exits are here, here, and over here. You know, when you make it formulaic, it's easy to get out. Everybody knows what it's, you're saying if they come regularly, so they learn it. And then it just... You, <laughs> protect yourself you must protect yourself and when it comes to drag and you do comedy and you like to get a bit dirty yeah you need to be careful I agree so my what yes what was your what was mm, it's a tough call probably the whole farmer was called <laughs> like the, what the, 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 the whole thing I literally was like I watched it and I was to Joel I was like what is going on I don't get this yeah um, it, it made no sense there were some moments in there that I thought were cute but the whole thing together was just a bit what to me. Yeah, and I think it was just it was just disjunct. It was like confusing to watch. It made no sense. I liked when they did season seven and they had that kind of airline theme for the, the lip That scene. one was that, excellent. That to me is fun. That one was excellent. And the one they did on All Stars was excellent with yeah. the uh, the celebrities like uh, yeah, Julie Andrews and Britney Spears. I don't like this Kardashian stuff. I don't like this thing. I'm not into that. The, the Kardashians one was even more excellent than this one. <laughs> more excellent. Yeah, well, this one was tragic. Yeah. And the Kardashian one wasn't bad. I just don't like the subject matter. I agree. I don't like making stupid people. That famous. one made more sense, but yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, so let's wrap this Thank up. Thank you so much for having me, Vicky. <laughs> of course, you are one of my favorite people. I enjoyed having you. It was a different points of view, but that's what this is all about, right? Right on. That that's why they call this the spew. Right, the squirrel talk. The bitch. squirrel talks. Uh, give us your uh, social media stuff. If you want to find right. out about If you, you. want to follow Miss Barbie Joe Bontal, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at BJ Bontal. That's B J B O N T E M P S. Like a temp agency. Yeah. <laughs> this has been another squirrel talk on iTunes. Remember to subscribe, rate, share us, and uh, check out Barbie Joe. Go see her show. Look at her instas. <laughs> Share. You can like and comment on Barbie Joe. Comment. So much comments. I'll respond to you all equally and bully you. She will. <laughs> She's part of the Trump campaign. <laughs> all right, Barb. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Okay, we will see you next week on Squirrel Talk. Bye. It's Charles.